everyone, welcome back to Star Notes, aka my diary, where I deeply examine my world for clues that lead to further self-liberation. It's Lexi, and thank you to everyone that has reached out to me in support of Entry Zero. It really means more than you know, uh, but today we are turning the page to Entry One, where all the fascinations of my mind are coming alive. So the themes that have been popping up in my awareness lately are creative flow, perfectionism, and how fear controls us. And we're going to start off actually with the story that sparked all of this. So on Valentine's Day, I wake up and I hear some running and some voices in my backyard. And for reference, I live in Hawaii, so there's like three houses along one long driveway and I live in this split level townhome situation. So I just assumed that my neighbor's kids were just running around. So I go to open the blinds as I usually do and I'm just like hoping that the kid isn't there when I open it because I don't want to startle them. So I open the blinds, I don't see anyone and then the second I go to open the window, the kid rounds the corner and instead of running away like I would do, she just runs up to the window and presses her face against the screen. And then this forces me to just awkwardly say hi. And she's like, hello. And then I say, oh, are you looking at the mango tree? And she's like, yeah. And I say, oh, I've been trying to get one, but it's just too high up. And she's like, you know what you could do? And she just runs away to get something. And then she comes back with this large pole that has like a hook at the end. And she's like, you can use this next time. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so smart. I'll, I'll do that. And then she runs to put it back and then sprints past the window to wherever she's staying. And mind you, this kid seems probably about eight years old. Um, and I was just awestruck by this moment because this kid acted with just so much curiosity and intelligence and playfulness. And this was just a two minute interaction that I had with her. And from that first moment of her pressing her face against the screen, she just exhibited this pure curiosity. Like you should have seen the look on her face. She was so determined to see who the heck was behind that window. And this is the moment that inspired actually the first entry of uh, this podcast to come together. Uh, because I wrote down this interaction and at the end of my journal entry, I wrote something that changed everything. And mind you, before this interaction even happened, I have been agonizing over what to call this podcast or even what it was all about. I just knew that I wanted to make a podcast again. So I wrote these exact words. And you may be thinking that this is such a simple moment that shouldn't be expanded on, but this is what this whole podcast is about. It's about deeply examining your life and noticing the symbols and moments and lessons that come up for you. So that's what I wrote. And wow, that's really <laughs> kind of exactly what this whole podcast is about, right? But all of that came from a moment of pure creative flow where I was inspired and energized and I wanted to get my thoughts out. And okay, sorry, there's a dog barking. So if you heard something in the background, that's what it is. I'm not sure if it's gonna keep barking, but let's continue. So um, I was just really so excited to finally have my podcast, you know, manifesto done. And this interaction with this kid reminded me how freaking smart we would be if we just listen to our curiosity, our inner child more, because 
They follow their instincts and do what makes them happy. Everything is simpler and they don't attach narratives to things that don't need them. And this led me to just observing the way that I interact with the world and how perfectionism is something that has really gotten the way of me living my life and it's definitely been part of my existence for quite a while. And I know perfectionism affects a lot of people and it can manifest in different ways, whether that be procrastination, anxiety, control issues, you know, the list goes on. But drawing from my own personal experiences, I see perfectionism show up a lot in my creative work. And um, before I started this podcast, I mentioned before, I had an old podcast um, that I wasn't really feeling anymore. And I had a whole new set of ideas for an episode. And I was like, oh, should I change the name? And then that led me to trying to figure out the perfect name for this damn podcast. And it led me down to this spiral of like, okay, well, to figure out the name, I need to know the mission statement. And then I need to know the aesthetic and what mood I want to create. And then what artwork. And I was just trying to figure out how all of these little factors would influence just the name of the podcast. And then I went down another spiral, which led me to, oh, should I change my Instagram name? And what about that aesthetic? And should I change my bio and my captions and the types of photos I post? And I stressed myself out about all these details that didn't really matter at all. Um, and this is just, <laughs> this is a reoccurring thing that I go through and I couldn't even start anything because I didn't have the whole plan just like outlined perfectly. And a big thing for me uh, when I'm creating things is just the vibe, the overall energy and aesthetic of my work. And I do this thing where if I start a project or I want to start a project, um, I think I have to fit the summation of the exact feeling and energy I want within the beginning stages. And now I'm definitely a lot more aware that a brand or an image is accumulated over a period of time and not all at once. But since I didn't know that back then, aka a few weeks ago, um, I just ended up having a really low sobbing headache mess at uh, 1 a.m. And since then, I've been really seriously asking myself, why do I need to have all this stuff done? And why does everything need to be lined up perfectly for it to happen? Obviously, many factors fall into this, probably stemming from my childhood, which I'm not going to get into in this episode, but it comes down to the fact that I want to be successful, right? And I'm deeply afraid of not living up to the success that I know that I can have, and I don't want to fail the expectations of myself. And the way to avoid failure and increase success is to have all my ducks in a row, you know? There's no room for error if I've perfected everything and thought everything through, but as you can see, this is really limiting and it stunts the natural growth of ideas and it prevents you from living your life. And to anyone who is also struggling with perfectionism, you gotta get in your head that perfect isn't real and it's this made up rule that you've made up for yourself um, in just your little brain and you can break it. Um, and also when you have ideas, too. There are um, different paths you can take, but the two main ones are either you give up or you give in. And something that I have to remember in my low moments um, are the times where I was successful and when my, you know, uh, and what my process was then. So for example, I was looking back to when I first started TikTok and my TikTok is lexicon333. And I was looking back to see how my videos, you know, were getting hundreds and thousands and even a million views and these videos were thought of and created the same day or you know within a few days and 
I had the ideas for them. I wrote them down. I followed through, right? That's so easy. <laughs> um, and that's the goal, you know, holistically following your inspiration. And it's, you know, a combo of a little bit of planning to get your ideas down and then just going. And that's why, you know, the first entry of this podcast was really, really special to me because I've been wanting to start one up for so long and I just acted on a moment of intuition and I was just, screw it, I'm going to do it. And within a week, you know, everything fell into place. I had the idea of the cover art just pop into my head and I just made it myself instead of trying to find the perfect artist to make it for me. And I figured out the name by myself. I wrote the bio with ease. I got my hosting site. I knew exactly the steps I had to take and I eliminated that voice in my head that was just trying to make it perfect. So perfect, sorry. And that's the thing too. I do this thing or I used to do this thing where when I record my podcast episodes, if I fuck up on a word, I have to start over the entire recording. Um, but I'm not doing that anymore. So if I fuck up a word, I'm going to stumble and then, you know, start back up again. But where was I? Where was I? Okay. Yeah. So don't force yourself to plan something if you don't have the spark already there, right? Like don't sit down and like try to craft something when you're just not feeling it. And I cannot tell you how many times I have sat down to write down a list of hundreds of potential names for this podcast or my Instagram and I just came out with nothing but a headache. So something else that I was doing too, I noticed that I was looking at other people's Instagrams for their aesthetic and what they were doing, but in the end, I just got all the ideas for myself. So if you are working on a project, definitely it's okay to look and gain inspiration from someone, you know, and do proper research for things, but make sure your ideas are being driven by what you want to present to the world, your image, and not what you think is going to look the best or what is already successful. Um, and when you pave your own path, remember there's no role model there for you. You have to do your own thing. And I was, um, as I was thinking about all the ideas and content that I wanted to put out into the world, I had this other crisis. I feel like I'm always just having a crisis. Um, but I had this other crisis induced by my observation of the way that I consume media. And I noticed that when I'm on TikTok or Instagram, I'm honestly not paying attention 75% of the time unless something, you know, really resonates with me. But this led to this whole, you know, internal dialogue of, oh my God, social media is so fleeting and just like our attention spans are so short, like anything that I create won't matter. But that's not true. Um, but I was really just drawn into how social media is designed to scroll um, scroll through and not sit with things for too long. It's meant to be addictive. And then I was just getting anxiety over creating valuable content and content that makes, you know, a lasting impression on people. Cause I, I personally want to deliver information that will actually change your life in some, you know, minute way, or just be the little spark that leads you to another spark and so forth and so on. But I was just like so down on myself and I'm like, well, what's the point of creating anything if no one's going to remember it? <laughs> and um, I had to remember to lessen the importance of um, the importance I was putting on myself, I guess, because I attach, um, I guess, myself, my image to my work, obviously. And sometimes I forget it's really not like about me. It's about um, the content, right? So I need to focus on creating the content and not so much if like I'm being viewed a certain way. And if you're also struggling with this, remember it's about the ideas, you know, that you want to share and hoping it sticks with someone and not so much if someone's going to remember you, but more so the value 
um, of your words, um, if that makes sense. So as much as I want, you know, my content to change your life, it's also up to the listener to decide to fully show up to something and integrate it. So it is, you know, a balance, but this fleeting nature of social media is definitely scary, but it's also freeing because if someone's not going to remember it tomorrow, then who cares if it's not perfect, right? So that's a really great thing to remember. And it, honestly eases my heart a little bit and I've gotten a lot more lax I guess about the type of content I put out. I definitely don't bullshit anything because I just can't really bullshit anything (laughs) in my life but um, I try not to be so hard on myself. So I also want to talk about uh, the fear aspect that kind of comes with perfectionism and how it holds us back and how it's stops us from going after and starting our ideas and putting things in motion. And this is something that so many people before me have talked about, but from everything we just spoke about in my experiences, I do want to share my takeaways and also a metaphor that's really helped me. So I want you to think about your life and creativity and ideas and inspiration as just a stream of water that you're floating on. And it's guided by the natural curve and depth of the earth and it flows freely. And you really cannot force the direction the stream goes, um, how fast it's going, nor when it turns into a waterfall or goes into a larger body of water. And when we try to control or overanalyze our ideas, that's like us trying to swim upstream when the river is going downstream. And also the moment that we start doubting ourselves or fear takes over, that's like putting a huge barricade. It slams right down on the river, stopping the flow of everything. And we want to get to that middle ground, right? Where we just coast along the river and we get to see all the views and it's nice. And that's why people call it the flow state. So be present when you're thinking about starting something new or anything creative or fulfilling. And notice if you're allowing yourself to float. Don't stream, I'm sorry, don't stream, don't swim faster uh, than the stream because you may end up somewhere too quickly and you weren't prepared for it yet. So try to remain content with where you are in your process. So stay patient. And I know when I hear the words be patient, I am filled with so much so much frustration and unease because I haven't taken a moment yet to appreciate where I am now. So I'd rather say be present. Focus on the beauty of your life now. And when our minds get so clouded and heavy and anxious, you know, our world gets a little muddled and we're not even showing up for the day. So take advantage of the time you have and enjoy it the way um, you want to and give yourself permission to have fun with your creations. Uh, it's all, this whole capitalist thing again where we're always just so driven to just work, work, work and we have to hustle and it's just so frustrating. Um, but this also goes back to that inner child thing. So think about when you were a kid and how the world was kind of coated in sunshine and moments of wonder where it felt like anything was possible. And think about a memory when you just felt content and playful and, you know, nothing was too serious. Think about that feeling when you approach your endeavors and try to kind of conjure that up um, every time you're doing something uh, creative. And also, remember, you are not running out of time. Everything is running just the way it should be right now. And you also have nothing to prove either, not even to yourself. Um, And the only thing that has helped me with my control is to honestly take care of myself and ask what my younger self would like to do with the life I have now and nourishing my inner well-being. Sometimes I really, really have to mother myself and be like, hey, like, how are you doing? You need some water. 
um, sometimes we just have to step up and be our own parent for a little bit and stop, you know, running on, you know, go, go, go time. Um, which I know kind of contradicts what I was saying about the whole inspiration thing. But again, it is a divine balance. And I will always talk about this. Uh, remember, like always pay attention when you're leaning too far on either side of the spectrum, right? If you're, you know, kind of taking too much time and like you're kind of slow and sedentary and like noticing also when you're moving too fast, the middle ground is nice, you know, but it's okay to lean into either spectrum when it's needed. So that was just a little, a little side note, but a simple truth that I always have to go back to um, is it doesn't have to be that serious. Life doesn't have to be that serious. And how can I have more fun? Ask yourself that when you're stressing the fuck out. How can I have more fun right now? Because obviously I'm, you know, causing trouble for myself. And really that's the core of it all. Like trying to be mindful of when you're conjuring up these own feelings and narratives about something that isn't really that big to begin with. So yeah, after this entry ends, think about how you can have fun today and how can you ease up? What brings you joy? And I'd really love if you could share your fun activity with me. Uh, you can DM me at Vitaly Girl on Instagram. It's V-I-E-T-A-L-Y Girl on Instagram. Sorry, the dog is barking furiously again. Um, but I think that's all for today. I covered... Um, I'll, you know what, let's do a recap. <laughs> we talked about inner child, right? That moment that I had with this random kid in my backyard <laughs> and how she just exhibited pure curiosity, right? So approaching our life in that same manner, it's not even just creative work. It's really just how can we see every day as a new experience? Because it really is. Um, how can we see the mundane, but also see the newness that comes with it every single morning? So paying attention to that. Um, the other thing we talked about, obviously, perfectionism, examining when you are not starting something because you're like you're you think that you have to do so many things before to start when really you just need to start. Right. Like you just need to start. If you want to paint something, then just like paint it, you know, like <laughs> you don't need to have like the most perfect sketch ever to paint it. Like just do your thing. It doesn't have to be a huge deal. You don't need to profit off of this one painting idea, right? So that's um, another thing. We have this um, idea, I guess, in our society that when we have a hobby, we have to monetize it somehow. You don't need to do that. It's a whole capitalist thing, which I'll probably talk about in another video, but like you don't have to monetize every single thing that you create. You really don't. So that takes off the pressure and it just lets you do things for the sake of doing it and for the sake of your own joy. And then we also talked about creativity being a flow state. So a good visualization again is the water thing. And if you find yourself being frustrated, being in like look into your mind and see where you are in the stream, I think that will help you guys a lot. So I think that is all for this entry. Thank you for sticking with me and dealing with my rambling. And follow Star Notes to stay updated on future entries. And also follow me at Girl on Instagram and also Lexicon333 on TikTok. I'm mainly present on those, um, you know, social media apps. So, yep, I am trying to post here weekly. So we'll see if I stick to that schedule. I think that's, you know, a good resting place for me. But we'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated. And until then, I really wish you all the joy and wonder in the world. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.